Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless. Upgrade your brain, learn anything faster, and unlock your exceptional life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick brain, your question for today is how to use your mind to change your body. And I think every, everybody wants a better body. And here we have back on our show, we're very excited to have one of the most uh, comeback guests on our show, probably the amazing author, podcaster, Sean Stevenson, superhero, friend of mine. Thanks for being on. Always an honor. Yeah. And now we happen to be on your set. Yeah. We just uh, recorded an episode, um, another episode for your show. Yeah. You're you're our most frequent guest in the eight-year history of the show. Oh, my for goodness. For good reason. Yeah, man. Thank yes. you. Uh, I think I could say this the same as our show hasn't been around quite as long as yours has. But um, you know, our team really enjoys your show, as I mentioned. So thank you. So you and I were geeking out before, and we're talking about the brain. And um, we've done conversations on previous episodes, and I'll put them in the show notes on overcoming brain fog, uh, some of the best foods. Uh, we also did exercise, you know, which was was, was a really popular episode. And obviously, you know, with uh, sleep smarter, eat smart, we covered sleep you know, many, and you've been, uh, you've been a coach of mine and a mentor of mine, you know, in all these different areas. So how do you use your mind to change your body? Perfect. Perfect question. Now this would really should be the first thing that we ever talk about, mm -hmm. but it's so beyond kind of the, the normal modality of education today. And this is one of the big things that I love you for and admire you for is really helping to direct and to hold a space for a new system of education where we're talking about these things, where, where it becomes a cultural norm. So the first tenet for us to really understand is that your thoughts create chemistry in your body instantaneously. Yeah. Every single thought that you think creates chemistry. And so is that thought affirmative? Is it detracting? Is it a thought of stress, joy, anger? You know, when you have a, an angry thought or an angry series of thoughts, you feel it in your body. You know, you feel the, the the burning sensation maybe around your chest. You know, your 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 blood boils. You know, mm -hmm. there's all these term these all there's all these different terms that we we kind of normalize in society, but we really don't think about like your thoughts are literally creating this change in your biochemistry and the outpicturing of what your immune system's doing. We know about psychoneuroimmunology, which is what we just talked about recently. Psychoneuroendocrinology, and that's mm -hmm. what we're gonna be talking about today. And what that really looks at is how your brain, your thoughts affect your endocrine system and your hormones are really in the driver's seat when it comes to cellular communication and the outpicturing of health in our bodies. These little, really, I, I look at them like these little chemical messengers or metabolic DMs, mm -hmm. right? So you want to be able to have a healthy, sovereign, unified system of health in your body. You want your cells talking to each other 
and to be on good terms. And so how your cells stay in communication is through hormones. And these hormones are like little metabolic text messages or, or little metabolic emails. And so now the question is, what happens when an email starts coming in too frequent, frequently, it's getting an overabundance of messages sent, it can start to go to spam. Mm. If we look at something like insulin, right, that button keep getting pushed down so much that keep that message keeps getting sent because of the inputs that we're bringing in from our abnormal diet, that message starts to go to spam and we start to lose our sensitivity to receive that message, right? So how do we whitelist insulin again, mm -hmm. you know? and so. These are some of the foundational tenets. Number one, your thoughts create chemistry in your body. Number two, we want to optimize these metabolic DMs. And number three, we need, before we dive into how, how to do this, we need a, a, we need a real world example to anchor this in. Okay. And so what I'm going to share with everybody is the, the, the overall, oh, <laughs> the overarching name of it is the milkshake experiment. And I'm, and I'm laughing a little bit because I always think about Khalees, my milkshake brings all the boys to, Never mind. <laughs> Never mind, Jim. I don't even know if you know that song. Of course you know that song. I hope you know that song. But the milkshake experiment, this was conducted by Dr. Alia Crum and her fellow researchers at Stanford University. And they wanted to find out, can your thoughts affect your metabolism? And so what they did was they blended up a bunch of milkshakes and they measured them out and they put them into different cups. Now, all the milkshakes were 380 calories. But what they did was they slapped some labels on the different glasses of milkshake. One of the labels said 140 calorie sense a shake or sensible milkshake, even though it was 380 calories. And then for other glasses of the milkshake, they slapped on another label that said 620 calorie indulgent milkshake. Okay. okay. Now, again, all of the milkshakes are the exact same amount of calories at 380 calories. And so depending on some folks got the sense of shake. Some folks got the indulgent milkshake and they drank them up, enjoyed themselves. Now here's what happened with their biochemistry. The folks who drank the in, quote indulgent milkshake, believing that this was a really rich, high calorie consumption that they're taking on in the form of this milkshake. What happened was there was a really dramatic change in something called ghrelin. And this is going back to these metabolic DMs. Ghrelin is well noted to be this kind of glorified hunger hormone. All right. So when ghrelin is active, it's driving us to eat. It's telling us kind of like signaling our bodies that we need to get some caloric energy in here. We need some nutrients in. And also it's another thing about ghrelin that's not often talked about. Ghrelin also turns on the programs that get your body to start using stored fuel, right? The quote, burning fat phenomenon, mm -hmm. ghrelin is also paired with that. And so when folks actually, when they had the more indulgent milkshake, what happened was their ghrelin levels plummeted as if they had consumed three times more than they actually did. All right. So that driving force to get them to eat more was shut off so dramatically. Again, it was, it was as if they cons consumed three times more calories than they actually did. So it's a signal to their entire bio biochemistry, this tapestry of trillions of cells that we are deeply satisfied and we're good. We're probably gonna be good for a while because we just got this big influx of nutrition, even though it was only 380 calories. Now mm -hmm. here's the other part of the story. The folks who consumed the sense of shake, 
they barely had a budge in their ghrelin levels at all. It wow. barely moved at all. And in fact, it was statistically insignificant and to the degree that, again, if, if the ghrelin's not changing, they just consumed this 380 calorie milkshake, but for their biochemistry, for their cellular intelligence, it's kind of like, well, I really didn't have nothing at all. And so what's gonna happen, you're gonna be hungry again later, sooner, faster, right? After you have this milkshake, again, 380 calories. So this dramatic change, and if people are doing this constantly throughout their lives, every day, every meal, with their perception about the food that they're eating, what kind of impact is that gonna have on the outpicturing of their, of their hormones and what their cells are doing? as far as burning and storing fat as well. Mm. And so this leans into the, the, the real crux of the story, which is the, the dramatic impact that our thoughts are going to have on our overall metabolism. And so now how do we take this and use this to our advantage? Right, thoughts are things and people are thinking like, that's crazy. Are they gonna go around and put labels on their own food and how should people use this? Well, this, this is gonna sound a little weird, but you're gonna placebo yourself. Mm -hmm. You're going to placebo, placebo yourself. Placebo yourself. Yes, you're gonna placebo yourself. If we're telling ourselves, for instance, that we're eating a food that's a quote, bad food, what does that do to your biochemistry? How does that relate? And just, a, just on a superficial level, if you're eating a bad food and you equate that to a bad behavior, are you being a bad person, right? It could start to lead yeah. to this series of events. But also from that biochemical level, if you're eating a quote, bad food, that's gonna have these negative outcomes in your body. And that's what you're believing. That's your surf, that's your strongest belief, your, your, your unconscious or subconscious belief. Your body is going to have a more complicated time. I'll, I'll put it simply interacting with that food. And you're gonna have a much higher likelihood of retaining more of those calories you consume and storing it as fat. And this is detailed. I talk about this in my book, Eat Smarter as well, mm -hmm. with a study breaking down people eat a meal of processed food versus whole foods. And so the, their body's literally retaining more of that caloric energy, kind of creating a hormonal clog when they're eating processed food. But also part of it is the belief of what you're eating. So that's number one. Number two, this is something I saw in my clinical practice a lot. If somebody's eating what they deem to be healthy and just be like, I hate this, or and not usually the foods that I would tell them to eat, but just what they believe to be healthy food. And they're eating this meal or this particular food and they're telling themselves that, you know, this is, yeah, this is blah, you know, I'm just doing this thing, I'm on this new diet, whatever the case might be. When you could placebo yourself and you interact with that food in a new way, especially, but I'm a big proponent of joy. So making sure that the food is actually good, but you're telling yourself that this food that actually happens to be good for you is just the most incredible experience that you've ever had. Like, it's like making love. It's like this deep, seductive, beautiful experience to have this you know, this green smoothie or whatever it is, you know, like this is, this is just so indulgent. Like you turn it into this really interactive thing where your mind and your body is interacting with this food that just ha so happens to be good with you. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen is according to the data, your ghrelin levels, that what's driving you to eat, it's going to be suppressed even more because you feel like, Hey, this is an indulgence. Even though you're not consuming a lot more calories, you're consuming something that's nutrient dense. It's telling your biochemistry that, you know, I'm, I'm deeply satisfied. I'm really enjoying this. And I'm, I'm being a little naughty, actually, you know, and it creates a, a shift in that biochemistry. So this is just level one with this. Mm -hmm. There's other things to unpack, but I think that this is a powerful way we can start to placebo ourselves. So what you, uh, what you eat matters, but it's, it's also how you eat it. 
the, the state that you're, you're, you're eating it in. And it's tough sometimes because some people aren't even, even conscious of what they're eating because they're so distracted. You know, even in the process of eating that they're, they're on their phones or watching the news, they're doing everything else and they're not even really even tasting their foods. Now I, I, I take the time when I'm eating a meal, not all the time, this is it's not right. about perf perfection, it's about progress, but I really pay attention to the subtle flavors. You know, food is so beautiful and dynamic and complex. You know, I just took a trip, I just came back from Atlanta, back home here to LA. And when I, while I was in Atlanta, I had these different meal experiences and I could taste all of these things. I really just don't think that I would have tasted, you know, had I not been this person that I am today. And I had such a good experience. I had such a joyful experience. I'll never forget. And it was revolving around food, but not in a negative way. This was something very affirmative, you know? So we all have the capacity to be present with our food, to really enjoy it. Because I, I deeply believe this and Everyone doesn't have to subscribe to this belief, but you know, there are people who live by the tenet and, and teach through this tenet of, you know, eat to live, don't live to eat. Now, that's not what I believe. I believe that food tastes good for the sole purpose of us enjoying it and eating it. And I think that it's a big part of our lives as humans. Like if you look at human evolution, food has been a centerpiece of so much of our lives, and especially here today, all of our greatest moments, there's food involved. Now, the type of food is debatable, but every culture, you know, long-lived traditions, food is a centerpiece. And I believe that food tastes amazing and it's a joyful experience so that we feel more compelled to eat it. And how do yeah. we do this in a healthful way? Get the most out of it. Get that modulation with ghrelin and leptin and, and, and insulin being normalized and glucagon and all these things that we really break down and eat smarter but we can make this a more empowering event, especially when we leverage our own psychology, placebo ourselves and create a new interaction and relationship with our food. Amazing. Placebo yourself. I love that, buddy. So food is, uh, it's not, it can not, not only can be nutritious, but it can be delicious. And it's a lot of it is our attitude that we're bringing to the, to the table as we're eating it, that we could be mindful. We could also bring the joy. This is the best food ever. It's nourishing my body and my mind, my soul. Some people will do it through like a little blessing or a prayer. You know, they have some kind of ritual around it, but um, it's definitely what you eat matters, you know, especially for, for your gray matter. You know, it's all our listeners are, listen, are thinking about their, their brain health. Sean Stevenson, how do people find out more about, about eating, eating right, and, and more about, I, I love the milkshake effect. Um, I think, yeah, we're not saying milkshakes are brain food, right? But that, that's amazing knowledge, like always. Where can people find out more? Perfect, perfect. Yes, and I actually break down the milkshake experiment more in yeah. Eat Smarter. So it's really, and we just shared this, when it came out a few months ago, it's the number one number release of all books in the United States which was just amazing at a time when so much craziness is happening in the world for people to stand up and say, Hey, health really matters. Food matters. It really just kind of ignited a even stronger fire within me to get this message out and get folks educated and empowered. So you can pick up eat smarter anywhere that books are sold and folks can check out my show that we just finished yeah. <laughs> recording again, having you on is such a, such a gift. And it's called the Model Health Show. Very grateful to say we're frequently the number one health podcast in the US. And the secret is we care a lot and yeah. we're doing master classes on subject matters. Anything in health that you might have a question about, we've got a master class on it. And I guarantee you're gonna walk away, not just with 
the big understanding of the ideas and complexities, how it all works, mm -hmm. but also what are some things that you can do today to take advantage of this, of this thing and, and be empowered, especially again, at a time when we need a lot more empowerment. Yeah, and I encourage everybody also to follow Sean on uh, social media. At Sean there. Model, at Sean Model on Instagram. Fantastic. Yeah. Take a screenshot of this also, as, as we often do. Feel like the best way of, you know, when you learn something, you just gotta, for every hour you spend learning something, I always recommend you gotta spend like an equal hour somewhere over the week to, to apply those things. And one of the best ways of learning it is to explain it to somebody else, you know, the whole explanation effect um, and teach it. And so take a screenshot of this, tag Sean, tag myself and post it. And what, what do you want them to put in the post? And I, I encourage everyone to watch this on YouTube if you haven't to, because this, this, this is amazing production here. So we appreciate your, your team for capturing this. Um, when they're posting, um, what would you like them to, do you want to have a question for them or a challenge or oh, something sure. they can post along with it? You know it? what? I would love people to share what is their favorite healthy indulgence. Ooh, I like that. What is your healthiest favorite indulgence? And uh, I will, because you'll tag us in it, I'll repost some of my favorites and I'll actually gift a copy of Eat Smarter uh, to one person in our community just as a thank you. But uh, Sean, many thanks for uh, for your show, for your work, for your books, uh, you know, for, for our friendship. And we're looking forward to having you back soon. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power, it's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour, yeah, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.